Welcome to Animates, a retro anime review comedy podcast. Join our resident animator Mackenzie and anime noob Lindsay as they delve into their VHS vault and review the best and worst of what the 80s and 90s had to offer. These episodes contain spoilers and adult language, so stick around if you're cool like that. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to your favorite weekly retro anime review podcast. I am one of your hosts, uh, Lindsay, and I'm here with my other host, Mackenzie. How are you doing, Mackenzie? I'm good. You you said that almost like I was in trouble. Well... And I'm sure after last week, I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was an adventure. That for sure was an adventure. And I wanted to pay you back. And I was like, I wonder if it, like this genre goes the other way. And I wonder if there's one which is like a bunch of men with their up skirt shots. So I typed the words into Google, sexy anime men. And <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have done that. <sighs> Make sure your safe search is on for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that plan backfired. And so I was like, shit, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then I was like, well, that last show was something. And so I thought maybe instead of, you know, I can't find a sexy anime about men with panty shots, maybe it's it's time to do just to revert back to my childhood because, you know, that I was safe and times were good. <laughs> back before the world broke us. Yeah. So I I chose this show because I used to play it outside at recess in elementary. Oh, that uh, oh. I'm trying oh, to think of because like as a kid, I would play Dragon Ball Z. I'd play mm -hmm. card captors. We'd do a little bit of Sailor Moon because I was Tuxedo Mask. Ooh, yes. What else? I mean, I got one thing I think it might be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it down here. and then Okay, you write you... it down. Okay, it's typed out. So I, I would always be Mochi. My friend would be Holly. And my other friend would be Suezo. Mochi? What? Play this at recess. That was really fun. Probably are, are wondering what this is. We played 1999's Monster Rancher. Oh, fuck yeah. I love Monster Rancher. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I loved this show growing up. I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm 31 now. It's time to revisit this. So I did. And uh, was doing some research on this show and... There's a synopsis that commonsensemedia.org did that's way better than anything I could write for this show. Common Sense Media is such a dumb <laughs> fucking website. <I> know. <laughs> They're like, Sailor Moon has, has, has a lesbian couple and it's not for children. It's the worst. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Common Sense Media. I know. It was like, there are people with two moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I'm going to read you there. <laughs> Let the synopsis. audience know what they're in for. Yeah. <clears throat> Borrowing shamelessly from both Pokemon and Digimon, this series follows a young video gamer who finds himself in an alternate world where humans and quote-unquote good monsters are allied in the fight against quote-unquote bad monsters. After first gaining success as a video game, the Japanese animated TV series Monster Rancher premiered in both Japan and the U.S. in 1999. Mm -hmm. Appealing mainly to adolescents, the stories are widely varied in tone, but distinguished by slick, colorful animation and several exciting action scenes. <laughs> Still, those who might be interested in this series would probably be better sticking with the Pokemon series. Ooh, rough. 
<laughs> I haven't seen the show since I was a kid, but I remember really being into it. Yeah, I I really liked it. And even rewatching it, I was like, yeah, this isn't a terrible show. I mean, I was like, I definitely understand why my parents were annoyed when I watched it, because it can be annoying. <laughs> it now that now that I know it's Monster Rancher, Mochi's like the little duck one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Mochi. Mm-hmm. Oh man, no, I wow, okay. All right, so I get to go. It's something I've seen, but I get to kind of go back in time to something I legitimately have not seen in a real long time. Oh, yeah. And um, it's it's great because um, the parents on commonsensemedia.org, uh, the series was rated for ages six and up, and they were like, they very much disagree with that. And they think it's a much darker story, so it should be for ages eight and up. So just go okay. into it knowing that. That's hilarious oh mm-hmm. fuck yeah i get to mm-hmm. get to load some stone discs that look like playstation discs hell yeah into into a into a reader and get some monsters hell yeah that's get all i really remember blades. is that there's a duck thing a rock looking thing that kind of looks like the dude from like mike wazowski from uh yeah swayzo <laughs> <laughs> yep this is mike wazowski before mike wazowski yeah exactly Oh my gosh. And that, he does yeah. this thing where he he blinks because he's just one big eyeball. So he blinks, but he blinks his pupil, not his eye. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Keep an eye out for it. I'll keep an eye out for it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, we're going to watch the first three episodes and we will come back and see how Mackenzie liked it. <laughs> it better hold up to the way it does in my brain. Oh, man. <laughs> I hope it does, because sometimes they don't, and then you just get sad. (laughs) Well, we'll find out. And we're back. That was super quick. But in that time frame, we have managed to watch three episodes of Monster Rancher. And uh, Mackenzie, how did you feel about this one? Shit, you only watched three. I watched all 75. Did you? No, no. I, I was like, that. I, I would not be surprised if you did watch all 75. No, I know I have a habit of watching things we watch multiple times. I only watched these three episodes two times. Oh, okay. But whew, that was a nostalgia kick in the pants. I know, right? Just overdosing on nostalgia. It's great. And like with things like Pokemon and Digimon, I've actively followed those throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So the nostalgia is there, but it's also an active enjoyment. With Monster Rancher, I literally haven't seen this since I was a 10-year-old kid. And (laughs) it wasn't some show that I found on a lone VHS or, like, downloaded via LimeWire or got, you know, up late to watch, you know, late-night TV shows on YTV or whatever. No, it was, like, a show I actively got up for on a Saturday morning and then never watched again. Yep, I did the same thing. watching it was pretty cool. Uh, I ended up not remembering much of what actually happens in the first few episodes. So it was kind of like a first watch again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I could tell you the first episodes of like 50 other anime I've seen as a kid. Oh, yeah. But this one, it was like, I remember 10% of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you remember the, all of it. And that's not because it's trash. No. Monster Rancher as a concept is pretty cool. You know, you find these ancient discs and revive the monsters that are all these good little guys that'll help you out and be your friend. (laughs) But so many of these monsters are some of the most uninspired monster designs I've ever seen. (laughs) Not all of them. 
<laughs> oh yeah no yeah you're right i need to make it clear to those fan folk out there not all of them some <laughs> are pretty cool but wow some of them are like oh. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah when it comes to like original monster design i would say with like with between like pokemon digimon and monster rancher i would say monster rancher is probably third in that ranking for originality in the monsters uh yeah they're like we got this cool wolf monster it's a wolf but it's blue and it's now we got horns. this other one. It's a wolf, but it's red. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> this one's a rabbit. It's just a rabbit. Yeah. And like I said, some are cool, but they all have the same friggin' name. Like, Swayzo and all others of his kind are called Swayzo. Why doesn't Holly give him a nickname or something? Why is right? Golem Golem? Why is ha- uh, the hair hair? Like, <sighs> that's my yeah. biggest problem with this, is the lack of creativity <laughs> in the naming yeah i would agree but i am about to completely contradict literally everything i just said <laughs> all right because my favorite monster is pixie who is our oh winged my gosh i love pixie bikini goth girl demon who is not She's a new exciting amazing. take on demon girls at all <laughs> nope but she is still a hottie oh yeah absolutely i remember loving pixie when she becomes good later on and transforms into granity uh, she becomes a green-haired Valkyrie in a stone bikini, and that design is actually really cool, and I also love her, and if you say any different, you are wrong, and I hate you. Not <laughs> wow, speaking to those you, are some but strong everybody. opinions. <laughs> but All right, noted. S- since, since they're listening to our podcast, I love them again. Yes. As long as they let me enjoy my goth girls and muscle Valkyrie mommies in peace. <laughs> I'm sure that's right. not too much to ask. <laughs> As soon as you see them, you'd be like, oh, I get it. And don't look at the weird <laughs> video game 3D models, okay? Look at the, no, the TV no. show. Look art. at the animation, yeah. <laughs> don't look at the 90s video game models. <laughs> no. Anyone who looks at those and goes, oh, so hot, get out. It, they are so blocky and pixelated <laughs> that you cannot see anything on those, okay? Don't yuck look at the animation. Yums. Don't yuck our audience's yums. <laughs> you can't see anything. It's like, it's like two bit animation on like these 3d models <laughs> anyways the show's voice cast is so fucking canadian 90s i love it so Almost much everyone on that cast was a part of dragon ball gundam cardcaptor sakura inuyasha and ranma and digimon ocean yeah. slash blue water studios gathered a handful of actors and were like these are the chosen ones who will ring in the <laughs> 90s in Canada. Yep, 100%. Well, that was like, and wasn't that Wicked City as well? Where they there just was a had a bunch like, of like, yeah, there's cast. those same cast that was just like, the studio found them and they were like, that's it, we're good. Yep, we don't we need anybody it. else. <laughs> <laughs> now, relating to the first three episodes, I want to mention a couple. Uh, starting with Swayzo slash Black Dino's voice actor, Scott McNeil. Okay. Who... I recognize from things like Dinobot and Rat Trap from Beast Wars, you might recognize as being the pilot of the Death Scythe from Gundam Wing duo. What? You didn't pick up on that? No, I didn't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I've already forgotten Gundam. Swayzo is like a slightly more (laughs) version of duo. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, now now you're pointing that out. I'm like, I can see it. And then Holly's voice actor, uh, Maggie Blue O'Hara, who is also Tamiyo slash Madison from Cardcaptor Sakura and Bulma from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, interesting. Also, with the whole Dinobot and Black Dino thing, 
I love that bro was like, oh, a dinosaur? I know the right voice. And it's the same dino voice. There is there's no <laughs> difference. He's like, I'm a dino. Just type I'm a dino. We we Gucci, all right? We Gucci. Yeah. Why why try to, you know, uh improve on perfection? And you're not wrong, because I love Dinobot and I love his voice. <laughs> and I would try to imitate it here, but I'm not gonna because it's a little no, that's fair. Fuck it. I'm gonna try. Okay. He's like, Dinobot specifically. Give me the disc. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, I that was pretty Kermit. close. Oh my gosh. Yes, we <laughs> we are aware you do curse. There are some things. That's Dinobot. There you go. There are some things, Optimus, that you just don't understand about your maximals. That was pretty good. <laughs> the story as a whole, like I said earlier, it's fine. There are some moments across the series where there's like certain revelations about our main characters. It's actually really good storytelling, but holy hell, if you know anything about Monster Rancher, you know that you don't want to watch 73 episodes of this and it should have been like 24 to 30. Yeah. But that is the problem with 90s serialized anime where <laughs> you got to get <laughs> as much filler episodes. as you can out of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that being said, there are some good laugh out loud moments and some surprising tearjerker moments oh, yeah. uh, in, in the first three episodes. So like that, that was nice. And then we've got our, our main characters who love or hate them. We're stuck with them <laughs> for 75 episodes. And, and honestly, of the people we meet in the first three episodes, I think my biggest issues is with Genki. Really interesting. Okay. I know he gets better as the series goes on, but man, I cannot stand eternal optimism characters like that. <laughs> in large doses yeah that is fair it yeah like i i definitely was like i can understand why my parents were like please turn down your show yeah it it's a lot and again i'm not saying he's a bad character no he just not at all he just has no common sense and it works for him but mm -hmm. as an adult i'm like Ugh. as a kid i was like yeah genki i love this guy <laughs> he's so cool and excitable and as an adult i'm and like you're bitter. You just just chill, my dude. You haven't seen what I have. Smoke the just, cigarette. Just smash it. <laughs> Darling, you haven't seen what I've seen in this world, okay? You think you think fighting the big baddies problem? Try paying your taxes. Oh my God, try so getting dental like care. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so I love Holly, though. I think she's fun. She's level-headed. So mm -hmm. She's just this adorable little character. And, of course, Mochi's adorable. Oh, Swayzo's yeah. a bit of a dick a well-meaning dick <laughs> who's just trying to protect Holly but he's still a dick mm -hmm. I enjoyed the show a lot more than I thought I would revisiting it I was really worried that it was going to be really bad going back and watching it but no it's still just as delightful yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to criticize some stuff when I break down my watch oh here, absolutely but it is still something that holds a little place in my heart oh yeah I would definitely not be mad if I watched more of this I probably no. will watch more of this. I'm not going to watch all 75. No. I'm, I have a few key, like, five to ten episodes that I want to, like, watch that my brain is like, remember these ones, young one. <laughs> so I'll probably go through those. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I, I, will, I will probably check out those few that I, I want to watch. But speaking of watching the series. Oh, yeah. We're going to jump dive gonna, right in. We're going to jump into this, starting with uh, the intro. Ooh. Yeah, what a good place to start. <laughs> now, I 
for some reason in my brain was like, no, this is this was just a Canadian TV show. And then it was like, no, 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 you idiot. It came from Japan first. Obviously, it wasn't like, you know, avataring it or anything like that. <laughs> but the American version of this theme song is wildly different from the Japanese version. Oh, yeah. Like not even in the same genre. No, it's a techno beat paired with rap vocals. And then the <laughs> Japanese version is like this acoustic turned pop song that like sounds exactly like your brain might be thinking it is for like an anime intro and look the english version is what most of our listeners will feel that sweet nostalgia for and i do as well i love that mm -hmm. song as a kid oh yeah it's an earworm but I, for sure i have a comparison here of the english versus japanese <laughs> i figured if i'm the one watching and reviewing i'm i'm a i'm a dig into this here for a bit so the English one as a rap was like, I was transported to a faraway land into the world where monsters rule. I played the game like an ace. Now we're in this place to save the monsters from the evil moo. And then the Japanese lyrics are like sung beautifully. And it's like in a bustling city that keeps on changing. We got all tripped up. And once again, we gave up the things that make our lives hard to live were our own responsibilities. The green breeds that is our only planet. And yet then it moves into the other stuff wildly wow different. now wow i know it's because english songs for cartoons typically have to be about what exactly the plot is mm -hmm. like you're not going to get a cat dog show that's like talking <laughs> some random thing it has to be like a good old cat dog half cat half dog like oh my gosh another what you're gonna get. 90s nostalgia <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but i still love the English version is the Japanese version better. Absolutely for me, <laughs> but the Japanese or the English version is still great. You could oh, not yeah. have a Saturday morning cartoon in Canada with an opener like the Japanese version. No, it just, it, it wouldn't get you in there. It wouldn't make you stay. Unlike the English version, which like pumps you up and you are ready to go find yeah. some monsters. It's like eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> And your dad is still sleeping <laughs> and you're in the basement just like just pumped this rap song going just like hell yeah muscle rancher <laughs> that was me, like, baby stop <laughs> man i miss saturday morning cartoons it's something you don't get as an adult because yeah we can no. watch whatever we want whenever we want and sure we get like free run fridays a new episode of free run comes out or something like that with like modern anime stuff but there's no get up early in the morning to watch a set amount of cartoons that you can't control what's showing. Mm -hmm. You have that like one weird show bangers. that's like a half hour and you're like, fine, I'll watch it because there's good stuff after. Exactly. I was gonna say, do you remember like getting the TV guide and like looking at what TV shows were on in what mm -hmm. order? Oh Hell my yeah. Gosh. When, they, when the TV guide had an anime character on it, I was like, oh yeah, we getting some good <laughs> stuff this week. <laughs> It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I was so happy. But you don't you don't really get that anymore. Not that I'm not excited when new stuff releases, you know, on a Friday or whenever. But yeah, it's kids these days don't understand that magic. And I know kids still <laughs> get Saturday morning cartoons. I know. But it's mm -hmm. not the same. It's not. <laughs> There's only one shot to watch it. Maybe another time when they re when they run it again. But in yeah, like you can't year. just like on demand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you, you know when I had to watch Dragon Ball, like the original Dragon Ball, I had to watch it at two in the morning after sneaking down and watching it as close to the TV as possible to keep the volume down because you didn't get TV headphones or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
like that was that was how I had to watch it. Nowadays, kids can just go on the internet. Oh, they don't know. <laughs> well, now that we've significantly aged ourselves and made ourselves sound like elder millennials sitting on our porches. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've done that, let's break down episode one of Monster Rancher. <laughs> aptly titled In the Beginning. Whoa. I wonder how they came up with that title. <sighs> it's pretty, pretty deep. We open up on the final round of a monster battle. It's Genki against this tank of a teenager. Right? I was like, wow. <laughs> He's huge. <laughs> and like, Isn't he called like Big or something? It's Team Big, yeah. And it's yeah. all just like tank-sized football playing teenagers. Man. Ready to beat up this like 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he gets, he like, kicks genki's ass and gets all cocky and he's like i'm gonna just wait the time out because you're on the ground which gives genki this chance to bust his ultimate move and secure the win the crowd goes wild over this like 25 second battle like <laughs> modern day gaming tournaments don't even come close to this level of hype it is off the chain what's going on in the the the, the atmosphere the fireworks everything inside this little <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely, like, shelled out for special effects and pyro and stuff for this. I mean, it's I've never game, seen... I guess. I've never seen a professional video game competition, so I have no idea what <laughs> the atmosphere is supposed to be like, but man, it is like... This one is bumping. Mm -hmm. So he wins this trophy and a promise to be sent the next game before anyone else can get it, which feels like an upper hand on the next tournament since he'll have more time with the game. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because he's actually just dreaming and he's slacking in class, like woken up by his teacher as he screams, I love Master Battle. And I'm going to put a guitar solo behind that. <laughs> Turns out, though, that he wasn't dreaming. It Well, he was, but it was a memory because he is the champ because he gets home and the game is waiting his mailbox and he promptly runs upstairs to play the game. This kid doesn't even say hi to his mom. She no. like giggles about it. She's like, oh, you and like gives him his after school snack. And he is absolutely an only child who is given anything he wants. His mom does everything <laughs> for him and he's going to be a terrible adult. Oh, absolutely. Learn as a kid to do laundry and cleaning or else you're going to live in a shithole <laughs> when you're an adult. <laughs> and that's what Maybe I picture Genki. Maybe that should be Genki. what parents be like, teach your kids. <laughs> Don't just let them walk all over you. This is what I picture Genki being like as an adult. It's just like. He's one of those guys on TikTok that are like, women. You know what men are interested in? We want you to be like our mother's generations. <laughs> I don't think he'll be like that. I think he'll be a cool guy. He'll just be dirty. <laughs> oh, his mom's going to come and do his laundry for him. <laughs> I love that he's watching this opening cinematic for the game. And it's like, look at these beasts. And it's like elephant, dinosaur, giraffe. But then we actually <laughs> meet these monsters. And it's like giant eyeball, golem, and like bird made of gelatinous milk held together by staples and dryer lint uh <laughs> i did make up that last one i was gonna say i do not remember this character i did go through the entire listing of monsters available in the series and i did not find that one Boo. <laughs> see least original monster creation of all the of those three big ones <laughs> there i mean there is gel troopers yeah yep which i guess could be gelatinous milk dyed blue but which could be the candy floss. Maybe they did do it right. Whoa! So, anyways, we finally kick off into the game, and we hit this like this cutscene slash I guess a glimpse into the real world. 
I guess. of Holly and Swayzo being chased through a canyon by a group of evil dinosaurs led by our titular Black Dino Ooh. towards this temple to activate their mystery disc. And at this point, Genki's game is like, hey, bro, put in the next, next disc, which is fine. Games did that back in the day, but he's been playing for five minutes. I know, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> How high res is this PlayStation 1 game that it's like, we have a disc for every five minutes of gameplay. <laughs> oh, I also forgot that during this scene, uh, he gets spat on through his television and doesn't think anything of it. Right? I was like, what kind of 40 bullshit is this? If, if my TV spat at me and I did not own a TV that could do that, I wouldn't just be like, huh, interesting, and then ignore it entirely. I'd call an exorcist. Yeah, even as a child, I would not have ignored that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's just in the zone. Oh, yeah. So anyways, Holly is in this monster world, and I guess Genki at the same time pressed the button to unlock their disc. And hold up. Time for a rap break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that in like the middle of the show. <laughs> if the first the first pre-commercial is a rap break. I love it. We're rapping about baddies and other monster types we haven't seen yet. And clips from the show we haven't even seen. It's like, damn, bro, calm down. Let me enjoy what I'm seeing here. Maybe they're just like trying and, to keep you in. They're like, look at all this cool oh, shit that you're going to see. As an adult, I was like, man, this shit's annoying. But then by the second time I saw it, I was kind of like, okay, it's pretty fun. <laughs> as like a child, I was like, yeah, I love this shit. <laughs> still pumped. Still going to stay pumped. And like, it was kind of cool when you think back on it, because it's introducing you to creatures. It's giving you that reason to keep watching. Because you might see like a, ooh, I really like that one. Can't wait to see when we see that one. Mm-hmm. But we get this rap break out of nowhere. Yeah, the first time it happened, I definitely got like sideswiped with it. You don't see it coming. No. <laughs> and so we get back and Genki's been transported into the game slash again, real world question mark. Mm -hmm. And then he promptly gets swallowed by a Suezo for making fun of him. And then <laughs> I tried to think of a better way to word this, but it's my exact note. I'm so ready. A quick tickle of his throat pickle gets him spat out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what he does. Okay. It is true. It is what he does. <laughs> and then we get this like chase scene through the ruins, but they get away because apparently this 10 year old can rollerblade like a professional aggressive inliner. A hundred percent. I mean, cat's eye did it. Car card captors did it. True. Swayze was a giant tadpole with a massive eye and is also just like cocky and insufferable mm -hmm. but every group needs a swayzo because like oh absolutely he shuts down the dumb ideas <laughs> <laughs> he's not afraid to tell you you're wrong they escape and they are now camping out under the stars and holly is so bummed she was hoping that this like mystery disc was going to unlock the phoenix to stop Ooh. the baddie from turning evil yeah. monsters but instead got this annoying kid yeah and like this is not a good trade-off. It's like going to pick up your takeout and then getting all the way home before noticing they gave you the entirely wrong food, but they're now closed. Oh, that's the most heartbreaking thing. That was yes. me. That was me a couple weeks ago. I ordered pizza and they didn't put cheese on it. <laughs> what? I was so mad. <laughs> so yeah, it's like that. Did, did, did you order none pizza left beef? Like... I guess. <laughs> oh my God. I changed yeah. the sauce and they went, well, I guess she doesn't want cheese. <laughs> Dumb pizza place. Anyways, <laughs> Genki is not worried about anything that just happened to him. Right? Like, not even concerned that he's, like, potentially never going to see his parents again. No. He's never going to go home again. Like, is so chill. I would be freaking out. Yeah, he's living his weeb-ass gamer dream right now. 
And none of that other stuff matters. He's just no, excited to be, quote, where the action is. Holly also doesn't really seem to care about Earth much. She's just kind of confused how this happened, but she's not really worried about the logistics much behind it. Just kind of like, huh? But she's also really excited because his PlayStation game disc looks like a mystery disc. And this is where we get some exposition about the world's troubles. Because it turns <laughs> out a baddie is corrupting the discs to make a horde of evil monsters. Oh, uh, no. Who would which do is such a thing? Yeah, well, it's a cool <laughs> concept, except the baddie has the least scary name possible. Oh, yeah. This, this dark a-hole is called Moo. Like, cow go Moo. Moo. Like, mer. This is not evil or threatening in I... any way. My brain kept autocorrecting it to Mall because I guess it Which was just like, yeah, cooler. it's scarier and it's it's a better like Darth name. Mall. <laughs> yeah, cover your ears for some people out there for some spoilers. The fact that this he's actually like Holly's missing father merged with Moo's soul, <laughs> like that's some cool shit and some really great storytelling. You'd Absolutely. think you could give him a cooler name because when you see what he looks like, he's like this like beast like dragon that eventually wears golden armor. And I'm like, I know it's a kid's show, but come on. Anything other than Moo. Moo. And like, there's times where like, oh no, the evil Moo. And I'm like, I can't. Every I time. Just bad milk. Like, it's just. That's <laughs> <laughs> some, some sour milk over there. <laughs> and Genki's all, I'll destroy Moo. And then the dinos arrive. And they're all like, how the fuck are you going to do that, little boy? And his response is to throw his PlayStation <laughs> and Rollerblade away. Not the PlayStation. <laughs> also, now, I love that you said they say to this child, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I mentioned, Genki becomes more of a hero type later on. But at the moment, this annoying little kid has legs and a lower back made of steel. Because <laughs> yep. he's bounding across treacherous terrain on these Rollerblades with Holly on his back. And just watching that scene made my old man knees hurt. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can't even sleep on a different pillow without hurting myself. Like, I'm only 35. And if I sit at my desk wrong for five minutes, I have to stretch. <laughs> so <laughs> as they're running, the gang's like, we should use the CD in the temple to revive a monster. Because when you're being chased by monsters, you should go run an errand. Let's go get another monster. Let's just add monsters to this. Yeah. But of course, as they're doing this, the dinos catch up. And somehow these three manage to fight off literal dinosaurs with frying pans and flying rollerblade kicks and like scooby-doo moments where they're just like beep 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 like they're chasing each other through <sighs> oh my gosh while this happens the disc summons a monster as the temple collapses and our our gang escapes the monster turns out to be this derpy looking creature that they <laughs> named mochi based on his sweet cake like appearance and the fact uh, that he only says mochi or mostly pretty much mochi. He, he can speak english but he can they, but this is not before they offer names like Citizen, Montezuma, Pinky Peach, and Trevor. <laughs> Trevor should have been the one. Now, I should note, I called Mochi Derpy, but I don't mean that as a bad thing. No. Mochi is a cute little guy who makes a great companion. Oh, absolutely. He is Especially a whiny little shit. He's a hyperactive 10 year old. Yes, he's a whiny little shit, but he is mm -hmm. adorable. Mm -hmm. And we kind of like end on that note of like we've given him a name yay and they hug or whatever <laughs> but speaking of mochi episode two is called i'm mochi whoa it turns out that holly has a magic stone that points her in the direction of the nearest mystery disc which i mean is super handy it's a it, it is great plot armor 
And it's a yeah. great little like MacGuffin that just lets them not waste time, which I'm a fan of, or else this would have been yeah. 200 episodes. Oh, man. Mochi is only motivated by, motivated by food. Fair. Me too. So to stop it from crying, they're like, all right, we're going to head to the nearest town to get some food. And Genki, being a little shit, is like, stop treating the literal baby as a baby. You're making him soft by holding him and carrying him when he's tired. And I'm like, bro, he was born yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, as I say, he's like less than 24 hours old. Cut him Let Holly carry our sweet little baby. How dare you? How dare you? And then this same kid tries to go up a giant hill on his rollerblades by like walking with them sideways, only to end up sliding the whole way back down. And then decides to... Maybe if he like stopped daydreaming in school and actually paid attention. (laughs) But so he ends up taking his rollerblades off and running back up, which is where we learn he does not have socks and has been going in these sweaty rollerblades this entire time sockless. And Suezo's fine. He doesn't have a nose. Holly's probably making sure this kid sits at the other end of camp because them going to be some stinky ass feet. They're going to be cheesy. (laughs) Thankfully, Holly's like, look, kid, we're going to buy you some proper shoes. You're going to destroy your feet on these hot rocks. (laughs) And the town they go to is actually really nice looking. Oh, yeah. There's monsters and humans working together and every seems thing seems great. And then they're like eating food. And Suez is like, yo, bro, you owe us 20 gold for the food. And Genki's flabbergasted. Why should I have to pay my way if I'm helping you go and kill Moo? That should be enough. And uh, it's kind of like saying Voldemort's name because every single person in this restaurant freaks <laughs> out and runs for the hills because they don't want to. Yep. They're like, I don't want to be tied to the kid that just said he's going to kill this evil guy absolutely not <laughs> like he still thinks of moo as this like video game boss battle mm-hmm. and not this like like evil entity evil that force? is going to, to, to murder everyone <laughs> yeah that's literally making things evil and bad yeah and now they can't do anything in the town because they're kicked out of the restaurant and they can't even shop because every shop is closing on them like the whole shopping district's like nope get out of here nope nope <laughs> nope 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 uh, and then, boom, rap time, baby. Uh, and we get our rap scene song where we get more <laughs> monsters introduced. I haven't still seen my favorite pixie yet, but that's fine. We got her in the Whatever. moon flashback. Ugh. But the gang ends up helping out an old man by, like, carrying him and his wife's cart up a hill. Of course, it's Suezo and Genki who have to carry it. And they are very <laughs> much so understanding that this seems wrong. Why aren't you helping, Holly? <laughs> But Holly's keeping the old man company, okay? Like, jeez, exactly. guys. Exactly. She has other things that she's doing to help. Also, this is the same voice actor as our Dino slash Dinobot, and he sounds like Dinobot as if Dinobot was older <laughs> and a little less Just older and nicer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, hey, we'll give you some room and board for your help. And they're like, awesome. Thanks, guys. I would love not to sleep on a forest floor. The old man becomes very fond of Mochi, and they're like, oh, we just never had children, and we just. We'd love to have like a little thing of our own one day. And Genki kind of has noticed this and he's like, okay, interesting. I get <laughs> he's it. He's mine. Back off. Well, you think that, but the gang ends up going looking for this mystery disc and they end up having to dig holes as if they're like in the desert having committed crimes and their names are Shia LaBeouf <laughs> until they're like, are you sure we got to do this? And it's like, no, no, we're good. We're good. It's somewhere near here. It's pointing in this general direction. And then it reveals that the disc is inside of a tree trunk this whole time. And we find this oh, out because darn it. Holly almost gets fucking roasted by a lightning bolt that just happens to split the tree she's in front of. 
just just that perfect, you know, luck luck in that little bit of fate that it just happens to crack open that tree. Oh, thank goodness we were here at this exact <laughs> time, guys. And as this is happening, like, it starts to rain, so they, like, turn down a nearby cave. And in the evening, Genki's like, hey, little guy, you should go back to the old man for your safety. And when Mochi's like, no, no, you friend, he yells at him again because he is the least nurturing person. <laughs> You'd think a child that was so obsessed over by his mother would have some He's an sense only of... child. <laughs> Mochi runs off into the storm and the whole gang goes searching for him in the rain, only to be confronted by uh, our dino duo Maxwell, Ooh. where we get the first scene I actively laughed out loud at. <laughs> so Mochi's hiding and Black Dino's like, I want him, give him to me. And Mochi's hiding nearby because I want to be found because he thinks Genki hates him. But then Genki's all like, he may be a monster, but he's a good friend of mine and you're not getting anywhere near him. It cuts to Mochi in this like quick zoom in on his face. His mouth goes really wide. He just goes, oh, but in his Mochi voice, oh, and for some reason, I lost my shit at this moment. I mean, it's highly comical. It's ridiculous. And I, I just because like it's this intense like I'm going to eat your friend. And then it's like, you can't have my friend. He's my friend. Oh, it just i don't know why <laughs> so you just gotta you just gotta watch this episode i think it's on tubi yeah it's on th- it, yeah, is, it's on tubi. it is on tubi and you'll see what i'm talking about it's very funny they end up like starting to fight and this prompts mochi to jump in with a a flying kick and save them giving them a chance to start rolling away i say rolling because they're rollerblading <laughs> and he tries to jump this gorge which leads to my next favorite scene, which is where he realizes they're not going to make it and just like <laughs> turns around and runs back over the dino's back because they're kind of forming a bridge as they're jumping. Mm-hmm. It is classic Looney Tunes it's uh, slapstick. And it was amazing. So far, all we've seen of Moo's army has not been great. Like, I don't know no. how he's like some big evil guy that does all these things because these idiots couldn't catch a cold in the Arctic if they tried. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Oh my god. Genki and Mochi reunite in a heartfelt embrace. And when I say these idiots, I mean the dinos. Yes. And they have this heartfelt embrace, and even Suezo has the, ooh, I could cry if I was a little less of a dick. He says something <laughs> like that, but doesn't say that. He's all I and he can't cry. <laughs> but in the morning, they go to the monster gate, they use their mystery disc, and it turns out to be an adorable little baby spot it's dino. It's so cute. It would be real helpful if they could get like a mature monster to help them, but Mm-hmm. it's only episode two so i get it they gotta move slowly to fill in those 73 episodes or whatever but as they leave the old man is waiting for them with a new pair of shoes and a cloak for genki an incredibly wholesome moment genki is like hey matthew and lily would you like spot the dino <laughs> this moment is too touching for a child's <laughs> cartoon okay this old couple just wanted something to look at and have to care for and now they've got and this little baby the and they're, they're crying and they're so happy old people being happy always makes me feel good <laughs> if you have good grandparents pause the episode and give them a call i actually called my grandpa after watching this just to say hi and he was pretty Aww, happy i did he's, so he's 95 <laughs> but so we we end on this just like wholesome moment with tears and love and just all this great stuff that brings us into our third episode which is called guardian of the discs Ooh, how ominous oh yeah and it it <laughs> takes a couple turns 
Yeah, I would agree <laughs> there. Because we start with another hungry mochi again, who instantly becomes useless when he's hungry. And I mean, which fair. shuts off from being cute because this old lady is just like, uh, hey, don't go down that road you're going down. There's an enigma that lives in the forest. <laughs> and this sad little mochi just kind of looks at her with these tears in his eyes and is like, will it make us lunch? Oh, <laughs> I mean, Aw. I would adorable. <laughs> Genki's like, it'll take us five minutes. Don't worry. And then he ends up giving his team the yoga treatment by getting them completely lost in the woods. And he keeps trying to scare them, being like, boo, boo, I'm an enigma, boo. And then he's like, don't worry about it. The scariest monsters always live in big castles as the camera pans behind him and shows this <laughs> giant castle. Lightning all of a sudden shows up. There's a scream. No, I don't know. And being the smart kids they are, they enter the castle. Yeah. And are confronted by a golem who just, they just decide <laughs> to follow. And it leads them to a fucking graveyard yeah holy moly and it's like not even like a tiny little like it's a massive graveyard like there are thousands of mystery discs that can no longer be revived that's a cool visual but it's so morbid it's so dark gotta teach them kids about death early (laughs) i guess so they end up yelling at this golem because they think he's a murderer that killed all these people and has been like planting their discs in these in these like vines which like Wow, how sick would that golem be if that was true? And it's the complete opposite, because he ends up tending to a flower they ended up crushing as they were walking through. He leads them inside, but not before another rap break, baby! What? (laughs) Anyways, it turns out it can speak. It also has the voice of someone from Beast Wars, who is Rhinox, who is a rhino, uh, by another 90s mainstay Richard Newman. And Lindsay, you might actually know him as the voice of Oolong. Oh, from, from Dragon another Ball voice you can kind of do. I can. Uh, <laughs> but again, he also had roles in Gundam Ranma Cardcaptors and all the other stuff because they share everything. But some of our more keen viewers might know him as Ooh. Mr. Turtle from Franklin. <laughs> what? <laughs> I yeah. love that. Golem is Franklin's dad. No, oh, it's Franklin coming over to my house i know kermit's a, a frog and not a turtle but <laughs> yeah come on we okay quick side story i used to live with a bunch of like punks in a punk house back in the day and we would watch franklin on mute and do our own voices that so, sounds like an incredible bonding experience for a i don't drink so i'd be sober but everyone else would be absolutely tanked just like we each had our own character and we just voiced the whole show. And we also did this for Zabumafu. <gasps> <laughs> All the Canadian classics. It was a good time. I think I have videos of it somewhere. If I can find them, I'll post them on the TikTok. Incredible. But so he tells him this tale of a great war that killed thousands. And it's his duty to guard these discs, which of course Suezo makes fun of for a second until the golem just gives him this look of like, I'll eat you. <laughs> but much like Black Dino and Dinobot having the same personalities, this golem also has the same personality as Rhinox did, where he's just like stoic, a peace loving individual. Yeah, very to the point. And, and honestly, like as bland as just a golem is, a stoic, gentle giant taking care of flowers and tending to a graveyard is honestly pretty cool. It's so sweet. <laughs> I like that kind of jazz. Um, mm-hmm. But then. 
forgetting the entire conversation they had the night before. Suezo's like, hey, hey, you should just come fight with us. You know, to the pacifist grave tender. <laughs> he turns him down. And we cut to a field of blue piles of goo basking in the sun, tanning their gooey hides. Man, I wanted to poke those things so bad. They look oh, so and you cool. know that they probably feel great. Oh, yeah. It's like when you're at Lush and there's just some jelly stuff and you're like, I want to poke <laughs> the gooey Let goo. Let me poke it. <laughs> Let me poke the gooey goo. That can be taken let, out of context. Let me poke the blorp. Exactly. But so <laughs> Captain Gel reconstitutes himself and starts yelling at his maggots to get up. And he's also voiced by another uh, 90s Illuminati voice actor, Paul Dobson. <laughs> uh, and is also the most full metal jacket drill sergeant shit you'll ever see. Tough Sarge, wussy soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they go off on their journey and Genki ends up following suit a little later and steps on one who overslept where we learn the plan is to steal all of the discs from the graveyard so that they can eventually yeah, they were just so open <laughs> about that yeah like again this guy's baddies are useless right now they would literally tell you the big bad plan just not even without any sort of like prompting and like they try to fight this thing but they end up like winning by crushing it with a rock but then they free it again for some odd reason right it, i don't understand what they were doing uh, I don't know. But we end up back at the graveyard where the golem is confronting these gel troops and they're like slapping the shit out of him without doing any damage because he's a rock and they're made of yeah. goo. <laughs> uh, His constitution but, is slightly higher. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of this violence has made him comatose because violence is wrong and it stresses him out. <laughs> and the captain ends up turning into a cannon and shooting this explosive ball that lives inside of all of them. <laughs> and it knocks him down. So the baddies gull over the golem <laughs> and start ransacking the place did you just say the baddies gulliver the golem yeah incredible wordplay and i was about to explain that so i'm glad you picked up on that (laughs) uh for those that don't know what i mean he's like a giant on the ground tied down with ropes and stakes like gulliver's travels Mm -hmm. i'm glad you picked up on i'm very happy about that (laughs) that wordplay i did there that was excellent they start ransacking the place and the poor guy just continues to panic and dissociate because of the act of evil happening in front of him. Like he, mm-hmm. he's paralyzed, but don't worry. Genki and Mochi to the rescue with some hard punches, <laughs> flying oh kicks, adorable sounds that do jack shit. You ever punched water? <laughs> Cause that's what punching these things is like. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts you more than it does the water. <laughs> so they get their asses kicked. Uh, but it turns out much like Rhinox, uh, grave robbing and watching people you like getting hurt is enough for you to lose your shit. Yeah. And he goes white-eyed Super Saiyan and loses it. When I say he kills these gel troopers, I mean he actually kills them. Yeah, they become discs. He punches them some hard, so hard they turn into lost discs, which are discs that can't be revived. revived. Yeah, like bro snapped. And then oh, yeah. he, as soon as he like does this, he like snaps back out of it and he sees what he's done. And he's like, breaks down and starts crying. And like, I get it, bro. I get it, man. You lost I feel control. So, I feel so bad for him. And it turns out that his tears grow flowers. I mean, from rocks, flowers shall grow. I have no idea. There's a metaphor there that. probably. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that the Phoenix can revive these lost dead discs. So the golem's like, I, you know what? I'll stop crying and I'll join you so I can atone for my sins of murder. <laughs> when did he become I don't Italian? Know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not at all what he sounds like. 
No, he's and, like very low and very yeah. like minimal. This is kind of where we end as the gang has now found a powerhouse who doesn't want to fight. So, oh, Whoa. bit of a thing. Wonder what's going to happen. But at least they have a giant shield. Yeah. Stealthing is out the window. You can't stealth. Oh, absolutely. Well, but again, they just mm -hmm. keep calling him Golem because every Golem is just called Golem. Yeah, his name isn't like Frank. And you might be thinking, they do that in Pokemon. Pikachu's a Pikachu's a Pikachu's a Pikachu. But you can still nickname your Pokemon in the series. And a lot of people do in the games. But in this show, no one even thinks to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And these things can speak English. So like, you think they'd have some personhood. Yeah. These three episodes filled a nostalgia gap for me. Excellent. Like I said earlier, I'm not going to watch the whole series. I got some key episodes I want to finish up and watch on. And if that sounds like I didn't like it or anything I said so that it sounds like I didn't like it, that's not the case. It was it was fine. It was fun. It was silly. I wasn't mad about it. I picked apart no. some stuff. Genki annoys me a little bit. But overall, <laughs> as well, his a name show, means energy, so it does mean energy, and he's got a shit ton of it. So much. But overall, as a kid, I really liked this show. Because it was in that similar vibe of Pokemon and Digimon with like collectible monsters. It was back when Isekai was still not overplayed too much. It yeah. doesn't hold up 100%, but it's still, if you're looking for a fun little nostalgic watch of like a kid's show that's like anime, but not too anime, this is a yeah, good place I, to go. I, when I was watching it, I did Google like, is Monster Rancher actually an anime? <laughs> and yes, it is. It is from Japan. It is. So. Well, not all animation from Japan is anime. No. Some of it's hentai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's still anime <laughs> no there there was no pantsu in this thankfully <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that'd be weird because holly's like 13 <laughs> the only pantsu we get around pixie mm, pixie <laughs> man you're just gonna watch the pixie episodes aren't you that's one of the ones i'm pulling up is the pixie <laughs> and the other one where she goes good oh my gosh her going get good brings me down bad. <laughs> what are you teaching our audience? Uh, look, I've looked at our age stats. Everyone's in like the 27 to 35 range. No, oh, we're fine then. Never mind. We're fine. <laughs> Let's ruin a childhood cartoon for everyone. <laughs> I'm sure we've done it before. We'll do it again. Yeah, uh, yeah, we won't stop. We got this. But anyways, yeah. So how how would you rate this show then? I would probably give it a Six point six point seven five. No, that's too high. Six six point three five. Well, you were closer with your first one. Oh, um, I'm looking at IMDb though because I have not seen the Mal yet for it. But on IMDb, it is six point nine. And I think that's a fair score. Oh man! Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we could make up for last week's episode. I mean, I I got off lucky. You could have given me, like. I gave you Pansu, 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 and I'm also in charge of the April Fools episode. So you you could have you could have retaliated. You might retaliate after that one, but I'm I got off easy, and I'm very appreciative of what <laughs> what I got to watch. I, was I like, don't think I can't I, do another week of traumatizing. <laughs> I don't think I could have watched, or sorry, I don't think I would have watched Monster Rancher for years had you not brought it up. It's always in the back of my mind as like a nostalgia thing, but I just never had like an inkling to watch it. So. And now Thanks. I make you. You're welcome. Thanks, Monster yeah. Rancher Mommy. No, 
<laughs> I got one more question before for you before we uh, head out here. Okay. If we were eight years old playing this on the playground, like I did in elementary school, mm-hmm. who would you play? Myself? Yeah, because I was Moji. Gen- so who would you be? Oh, I'd be Genki. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, there's other characters like Hair. Maybe I would have played Hair if they, we had watched enough episodes of that to, you know, meet Hair and whatnot. But like, yeah, I'd probably have played Genki. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you were a mochi. Yeah, I was a mochi. I would play. So I had multiple things like this that we played on the playground. So when it was card captors, I was obviously Saren. Um, <laughs> when it was Dragon Ball, I would play Trunks. My only other option of the ones that we've in, that we've met really would have been to be Golem or Swayzo, and ain't no way I'm being either of those two. <laughs> no, so that's fair. I would definitely that's have been fair. Genki. I could see what you about being Digimon. A mochi. Who would you be? Who would you be in Digimon? Oh, so <gasps> I wore goggles as a kid, like Ty. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, people. I wasn't cool. Um, <laughs> who was? I also had a purple mushroom cut like Trunks for a while as a kid. But anyways, TK was my favorite, but if I had to play on a playground and I got to pick whoever I wanted to be, oh man, I probably would have picked Ty. Matt with a close second though. Mm -hmm. Although Izzy, mm, Izzy. (laughs) Now I've unlocked like a a crisis for you. I'm going to go spend the next two hours thinking about this. Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Do I even ask what, what Digimon you would be then? Oh, uh, absolutely. I would be Patamon because then I get yeah. to turn into Angemon and uh, <laughs> get to hang out with Angewomon. And that is absolutely worth it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to be Mimi. Oh, and then monster or Digimon wise, I was Patamon, but then we got Gatomon and then I was Gatomon. Gatomon's badass. Hell yeah. Gatomon is champion level at that level this just that's crazy. so crazy <laughs> man now later on in the series i'd probably be willis from the the movies where he gets those two pokemon that are or pokemon two digimon that are corrupt <laughs> i love willis. i think i do i mean i'm not as familiar with the later on stuff but i think i remember willis if i make you watch digimon it might be the digimon movie okay if you don't make me watch digimon first um <laughs> it's always this weird like but, standoff of like Who's going to make who watch Digimon first? <laughs> uh, since, since, since my knowledge is a little more in depth, I try to pull yes. away from the stuff that you would likely pick. Just because if I pick, if I'm like, oh, we're going to do Inuyasha and we're going to do Pokemon and we're going to do Digimon and we're going to do Monster Rancher and we do all this stuff, you're going to be like, what do I have left? <laughs> uh, you have no idea what I have. You I'm, have no idea what my Pinterest board looks like. I mean, from like the mainstays. Yeah. Like the big, the big five from our childhood. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I love it. Oh, man. Well, that was Monster Rancher, everybody. And I, I hope you enjoyed our little trip down memory lane. And uh, tweet us, who would you be if you were playing this on the playground at your elementary school? What character would you be? I want to know. Um, are there any Swayzos out there? Oh, man. But anyways, you can. <laughs> I know a few Swayzos in real life. <laughs> uh, you can find us across all social media platforms at Animates. We would love if you... Followed us, talked to us. We'd love to interact with you. Uh, well, anyways, we'll uh, see y'all back here next week for whatever Mackenzie has in store for me. Uh, hopefully it's something not crazy. But yeah. Anything else, Mackenzie, Bye. before we head out? <laughs> no? Okay. <Nope. laughs> Bye!